Hello and happy holidays, everybody, and welcome to the Dads on the Rocks podcast. I am your host, Freddie Moss, and this is our second of two holiday theme shows for December. If you don't know already, I love Christmas. And what I love even more is Christmas time. The carols fill the stores, making lists of who to buy presents for, decorating the tree, making cookies, looking at Christmas lights. It's all just the fun activities to do during this time of year that ultimately always centers around family. And speaking of family, my guest for today's show is someone I will never consider just a friend, but certainly family. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the inaugural woman on the Dads on the Rocks podcast, Miss Adriana Graham. Adriana, welcome to the show. Hi, Freddie OMG. I feel like getting like the, the little applause button. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. I am so I'm even more excited now. Thank you so much. Yes, I need constant praise. So I appreciate that. Okay, good. I am very excited to be here. So thanks, Freddie, for having me. Good. Thank you for being here. Um, Adrian, you've listened to the show before. You know, as always, we begin with the toast. Um, I wanted to uh, have vodka tonight because I know that is your drink of choice, uh, but I didn't have any green olives to make uh, my vodka with green olive juice. Uh, so tonight I had to go with uh, wine. I'm going with a standard Pinot Noir and nothing special, just a, a oh. lovely glass of red wine. Why don't you tell us what you're having tonight and a little bit about yourself so get all of our listeners a little bit more into who is Adriana Graham? Oh, my I love this part. Well, I have to tell you, the irony in all this is that I am a 100% vodka drinker, 100%. And the funny thing is when someone else is paying for me, Freddie, well, I love me a good grape, but I got to admit what I go to all the time is a handle of Smirnoff, handle <laughs> of Smirnoff. I like Tito's, but I, I, and I, you can fight me on this one. I'm good. I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm a Smirnoff gal. I know, I know. And the irony is, is that I'm actually drinking wine as well. And I'm not usually a wine oh. drinker. I know, shockeroo. I'm not usually a wine drinker. And I, and I will just say this little funny story real quickly. So I was at Aldi, Aldi the other day, right? And, um, you know, they have the wines just everywhere. And I just, I pulled one out and it said like low calories, low carbs. And I said, oh, don't mind if I do. And I get to the register and Freddie, get ready. I'm, I'm not making this up. The label, what I'm actually drinking tonight is called Don't Mind If I Do. And that is the actual. <laughs> so, of course, I thought, and it's a it's a Sauvignon Blanc 2020, obviously, because I like it aged. Uh, and it's only 85 calories, gluten-free, by the way, I'd like to add. Oh, very um, nice, I didn't very know how that, there was that much gluten. Very healthy, zero sugars. And I felt the need to apparently tell everybody in Aldi's how funny I was. Because I was like, don't mind if I do. And OMG, the bottle is, is don't mind if I do. So that's what I'm drinking. But I'm going to actually call it my Christmas wine because I am going to drink it in my my fancy plastic elf cup. Ah, uh, Very nice. So, so see that. See what I did there. It's not in a fancy snifter. I know that you're very you like to drink in the glasses as that pertains to that liquor. I do. I, I certainly do. But because I thought I was going, I thought I was going to go with bourbon tonight. Um, I'm drinking red wine out of a rocks glass. So, you know, we all, we all have our faults. You know, so that, you know and it's I'll, Christmas and it's, it's a holiday episode. Hey, I, I love it. I'm, I'm about it. So all right, well, cheers to you. Cheers to you, Freddie. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate you so much. 
Speaking of which, uh, white wine uh, and Christmas is something that I'd like to get to later on. I have a a note for that later on, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, We'll start there. Go ahead and tell everybody um, a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a K through five art teacher at a great charter school. I love being there. This is my 10th year there. You know, um, I feel so um, that I'm almost exhausted from my challenging myself. You know, I've, I've reached that pinnacle and I, you know, where do you go from here, but down, but I'm going to, I keep on going and I've got, uh, I'm divorced mom from, for a long time now I've been divorced three longer than I've been married. So I've been divorced now, I think 13 years. Is that right? Yeah. Longer than, longer than I've known you because you, you weren't married when <laughs> I met you back in 2009. <laughs> No. And when I have, and I do have a boyfriend, he doesn't live here. And maybe that's why we've been together for so long. He lives <laughs> in New York. Well, now Connecticut. And I have two daughters. They are 17 and 19. Taylor just turned 19. Taylor's at FGCU. Woohoo. And we just got back yesterday from this, from touring University of Central Florida. And I'm really hoping that the little one who will be 18 in March, that she just fell in love with the University of Central Florida. Oh, so, you know, good. I've got, I've, I definitely can, can feel this podcast in my soul. You know, this is what we needed, this podcast. And I'm happy to be here as a mom that's always on the rocks. You know, I'm happy to be here to represent. So I really feel that. And, um, you know, now I can give you a teenager's point of view because I think we've seen it all and we're ready for that next step. So that's yeah, where I'm at. I think you are our most uh, seasoned parent on the show actually <laughs> not not only are you the inaugural mom but you're the most seasoned uh parent because everybody else's kids have been younger i think my brother is the closest one and his oldest is 17 and he's got younger ones i actually i think zachary is 16 now. i think well your brother and i are the same age so we're the both oh, okay. seasoned ones gotcha okay but he, but you are it's not winning it's not a competition but you your children are older than than his so winning right <laughs> <Winning>. <laughs> i beat him by like one two years yeah. so you're right but you know it's it, it but but who's the one that's winning here because i you know we're with the, the nest is getting emptier every day you know so how does one that down more. how does that feel for you like now that your kids are they're always going to be your kids and and you're always going to be worried about them but now that they're you have got one out of the nest and the other one is, you know, close behind. How does that make you feel like what is there like stress or uh, nervousness or anything or just a big load of relief that they're getting? Cause I, I know your girls uh, for people out there that don't know Adriana's daughters. I've, gr- I've watched them grow up and it's it's wild to see them from very little to, to now going off to college. And they're great. They both babysat my kids. And I trust them more than I, I trust other people. Oh, that, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, but it's, it's weird to see them as, as grownups now. So it's how, how does that make you feel now that they're leaving the nest? It's very, it's very bittersweet. It's very bittersweet. You know, I didn't, I said it when they were little, actually, I said, I didn't, I didn't have them to keep them. You know, I didn't, and I can't put them back. And as much as, you know, there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's not pain because of anything. It's just, you know, it's the, but it's, it's, um, and I, and actually it's funny because I'll put a little star like you did by the traditions thing, you know, there's nothing, you know, change is the only constant, you know, we have to evolve. We have to grow. We have to know that we didn't make them to keep them. 
you know, so it is, and I'm, it's not a relief, it's, but it, it is bittersweet, you know, I mean, I can only, and I talked to uh, George about this, I talked to a few people about this, I said, you know, you will never stop worrying about them, you know, they're babies, you just want them to survive, Yeah. you know, then the next step is, especially girls, you worry someone's going to take them, you worry about this, there's just, they're going to choke, they're going to this, they're going to, there's so many things to worry about, and okay, I got through this one. Oh no, 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 there's another stage that comes, and then they drive, and the driving stage has been mm. the hardest stage. I have to be honest with you. Um, and now, you know, Taylor's in college and I can't sit here by the phone thinking, and I've seen the parking garage and I've seen her dorm room. And I said, I cannot worry. I have to have faith in something it has to give me faith. I have faith that I've taught her. I've done everything. I've done the best job that I could do. I have faith that she made it from the car to the, to the, uh, to her dorm room. I can't be worried. What kind of life is that going to be for her? What kind of life is that for me? You know, to worry constantly. Yeah. So I have to kind of let go and let God and pray that I've done everything that I could have possibly done and taught them as much as I can. But the good news is they're going to always need you in different phases. And I don't know, maybe your sister can, you know, uh, I know for girls, I should say, you know, you don't appreciate your moms sometimes until later on in life. And I know I didn't appreciate my mom until I had children. Yeah. And then you kind of go back and revisit them, you know, and then you start understanding things a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so, and, and like I said, maybe, you know, the girls, I shouldn't say girls, but it's a lot of times the girls that are at yeah. war with their moms more than anything, you know, you, you, you start, you cycle back and you realize how much you appreciate it, you know, and you realize the time is, is fleeting and it's running out. So, um, you know, but I'm okay. Like, like I said, I think for us, we have that next step. Now, what's the next step for me? Well, at you first know? you, you try, you do everything you can to get them to survive. Then it's all the worries of having them drive. And now all you want That's them right. to do is thrive. So mm. they've got to do that on their own. Perfect. So yes. you have to, you have to hope that you've instilled enough of yourself in them, the best parts of yourself to right. let them go out and make the world their own kind of thing. I think that's right. And kind of, and make the right decisions. You know, yeah. they're going to, they're going to make, they're going to make poor choices. It's just hope. We just hope they aren't that bad. And I said to the girls, no matter what it is, and if you've made, <laughs> you know, I said, you look, look, any, anything that you've done wrong, the sooner you tell me the better. Yeah. Don't hold out. And that's, that's trust between parents. Yeah. You know, they have to trust me to tell me things and tell me right away. You know, and, and the sooner you tell me the, the quicker I can handle it. And I, I only know that from, you know, gosh, the credit card debt from your first year of college, you don't know mm -hmm. who knew yeah. got to get in there right away and tell someone I'm drowning, no matter mm -hmm. what it is, whether it's life, whether it's anything. So it's the, that trust is so important with parents, a kid, you know, you know, it's, it's funny. I was before, um, for our listeners out there, Adriana agreed to do our show tonight. Uh, yesterday we record this in advance, obviously, but she uh, agreed to do this yesterday because I was I was in a, a bit of an issue and uh, a situation, and my guest had had canceled because of, of reasons. Um, oh, I see. Va valid reasons. You weren't my <laughs> you weren't my second choice, obviously. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, you were my second choice. <laughs> it's okay. I knew I was going to cycle in here, apparently. So I'm at peace no okay. okay so adriana <laughs> graciously agreed to do the show and i'm and i'm absolutely very very thankful that she was uh available to do the show because i i have wanted her on the show too but regardless um i was thinking of you 
um, I think it was like three days ago. Uh, I was driving in the car, just not listening to anything, just driving to work or, or wherever I was. Um, and I was thinking of decisions that I made stupidly when I was your kid's age and maybe a little bit younger and how I straight up lied to my parents because I didn't want to get in trouble. There was that, tr- there was not so much trust as there was fear. So I lied to get out of it. I knew what, what I was doing is probably stupid, but I didn't want them to find out and be disappointed in me or get mad at me right. or whatever. But you, and then I was thinking of um, your girls and how they, even if they make a stupid decision or they make the wrong decision, they have that trust with you to where they can say, mommy, I screwed up. It's, I, I need help. This is exactly what happened or whatever the case is. They have that trust with you that they can come to you with anything and be honest. And I've always, always admired that about your relationship with your daughters. Um, and I've told your Thank girls you. that before. Um, oh my goodness. That's something well, they that didn't tell I, me that, by the way. <laughs> I've told <laughs> them that. Told I, maybe it was privately, but I've told them that before. Um, and that's something that I didn't have with my parents because that was, I think, more of a flaw with me and my relationship with them. Um, not, not on them, but it was more of a, I, I feared being in trouble as opposed to, uh, open to help. Um, mm-hmm. right. and I, and I, I recognize that with you in, in your, your girls and I admire that. And that's something that I would, I, I said to myself, like, I want that with my kids. I, I don't want them to lie to me. I want them to come to me as, as opposed to what I did as, as a kid. Well, you know, the funny thing was in hindsight, and I know I, maybe you can agree with this. I don't really know why, because I, I actually, in hindsight, think that my parents were much, uh, God, if my mother listens to this, is actually, well, they were actually much cooler than I, I thought. I did get it. Not, I don't even say I got away with things, but there were things that I did that I, that they knew I was doing, like, and I wouldn't let the girls do that right now. And I, I w- I'm very surprised, actually, again, in hindsight, now that I have kids, that I did kind of get away with things. And I don't know why I lied, because I feel like I really kind of didn't have to, mm-hmm. but um, it was at that moment that you just weren't sure, you right. know, but I think I did have the trust with them. I just, you know, call it, call it precociousness, call it teenage <laughs> angst, call it because I just wanted to get away with it. Who knows, you know, um, but I didn't at the time. Um, and, but I, the other thing I think is also because being a teacher, you know, I can get really upset with this, with a student, but it's so important that they know, okay, I, I'm, I'm upset with you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. I love you. And okay, I, I said it. You understood what I said. Now we, we're, we're done. Turn the page. We start a new move We're past. done. Move past. And so many kids even come in, you know, upset. And I'm like, this is what we're doing now. You're in here. So I think that I can kind of, I guess it's compartmentalize in a way. Right. I under, and, 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 and I, but I do think this is from being a teacher though. Like, I don't think I had this originally. And I have to realize that this is what's happening at this moment. And this is what I'm really upset at, you know, and I have to stop and say, okay, we're done with it. Really wrap it up. We're done. You know, and I think that that's so important. If you're going to move forward, move forward with, um, with fidelity, mm-hmm. you know, really, really mean it that I'm going to move forward with this. I forgive you. It's over. And if you're going to keep on holding on to it, then I guess you're not really over it, you know? And yeah. I think it's so, and the kids trust you. They're like, Oh, okay. She means it. Like, she still loves me. She smiled again. It's done. We're over. I understood. You know what I'm saying? I do. It, it, it makes sense. I, and 
And I, I feel like that's, um, that's something that I never learned myself. I, I mean, at least not that I remember, um, but growing up is to compartmentalize and to leave something at the door, so to speak. Um, right. And I had to learn that when I started um, working in 911, because if I was having a, sh- a, a crappy day bad or day. if I was, you know, fighting with Stephanie or, you know, something bad happened or whatever, I was just having a not good day. All that needs to stay at the door because this is something else that I have to take care of because it's time for you to take care of somebody else. Like, right. Exactly. And it's, it's something completely different. You have to leave it at the door because you cannot bring that into the job, no matter what it is. Um, and I never really learned that up until I started working in that position. So, um, I think having kids start, start that early, it's, it kind of helps them deal with it because they can forget about it for a little bit. And then they come back to it with a cooler head and can deal with it at that point. And I think you as the parents also, and me, or as the teacher, you kind of know where your anger is directed. And sometimes, again, just as the teacher mom speaking is that it's, I tell my students, I'm like, I'm, you walking in, I'm already angry from the last class. I am not angry at you, but I'm on edge. I'm trying, I'm, I'm just trying to cool my, it's, you know, I, I don't have enough time in between to yoga it out. Yeah. So I got to tell them, listen, I like, you know, when you're like, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the situation yeah. kind of thing. You have to focus and, and, and they have, and you know, so it's kind of a mutual understanding. Okay. We know she's not mad at me, but let's not test those waters. Yeah. That could, that could snap at any minute. <laughs> exactly. Like it, and if, and, and I've always said communication is huge. If you tell your class, right. like, look, my last class were a bunch it's of jerks horrible. and it's, right. I'm, I'm on edge and I'm not really happy. I'm not mad at you. I'm just not in a good mood and don't push me. Cause I'm close to right. the edge kind of thing. Um, and if, right. if you like communicate right. that with him, like, look, <laughs> so you can turn it around. Yeah. Like right. you can make it better. All right. Make, make my day smile. better. Yeah. Make my day better right. because I'm already having a bad day. This is an opportunity right. for you to make my day better. Ah, oh, I'm going to use that soon. <laughs> there's that word opportunity again. Absolutely. Right. It's true though. All right. Um, this is a Christmas episode. I know we got way off tangent. That's okay. I like this. This is, this makes me happy. The very first mom on the show. And we still got to talk about a whole bunch of different like parenting things. Um, and a uh, little teaser for uh, the new year, uh, folks, is the show is going to be moving in a different direction. Um, not so much structured parenting topic, non-parenting talk- topic, but this is kind of how the show is going to be. Um, but less structure of parenting and non-parenting and tell me a story. It's going to be more so of a couple people having a conversation, parenting stuff and, and otherwise. So just a little, little fun fact for you for the future. New year, new dads on the rocks. So surprise. <laughs> hey. And you know, Freddie, I love my t-shirt that I have. I wear it everywhere. I've brought it to Connecticut. I've brought it to New York. I am rocking dads on the rocks. I I'm gonna, am... I, maybe I should have a mom's on the rocks, but I am rocking and loving you. I wonder if I could make shirt. a variant of that. I should, I should get that domain too, as <laughs> mom's on the rocks too. <laughs> I'm um, on it. <laughs> and if, Really quick, if you are interested uh, in a Dads on the Rock shirt or being a guest on the show, I'm I'm very much so looking for new blood on the show. Um, our last episode, Chris Sisley, I had never met him before, but it was really refreshing to talk to somebody that I've never met before, had no experience with, and got to talk to him about parenting stuff. So if you're interested in being on the show or a shirt, uh, email dadsontherockspodcast at gmail.com and also 
go on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, all that follow, follow us there. Cause I like to make memes of stuff my kids are doing. So that's really fun, but let us get into the topic of the night. Adriana Christmas traditions. Music. I, I, I can, I can edit some, <laughs> some jingle bells in. I'm not gonna, but I could. <laughs> I appreciate the thought though. Thank you. <laughs> Let's talk about Christmas. Um, like I said, it is my favorite time of year because there are so many fun traditions around the holidays. I want to talk about your family traditions, my family traditions, and things that we've done already because it's you know mid-December now and things that we still have to do. Does anything come to mind to you for Christmas traditions around the holidays? Well, where do we begin? You know, I, I found that the funniest one that you brought up, actually, when you were note taking, when I saw my little, a little like a blurb about me that I have not forgotten and I will not forget because every Christmas Eve, your fabulous sister-in-law. Now I've gotten better, but it, I want to call it, what, what, what shall we call it? Not the crying wrapping of the gifts, the wrapping of <laughs> The, 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 <laughs> the, the tantrum of the gifts. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the what what have I done every year? I swear I wouldn't do this. And somehow, and I will say I've gotten better in time, but I but I have a reason. I have a theory why I've gotten better in time. But gosh, your your sister-in-law, Dawn, my BFF, my second BFF, my two BFFs, you know, um, I don't know. I call it the uh what is it when you, not the protagonist, call it the, um, what's the one that, that that doesn't do things at the right minute, that like right now, when I prolong things, when I wait till the last minute, um, it starts with a P. Someone here knows that word and they're going to, they're going to type it. They're, the they're thinking about it at home and they're like, it's they're this, you idiot. It. It's a you dummy. The procrastinator. It's when I put my mind into somebody listening to the show, it's like, it's this stupid word. It was like me watching Jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. After, obviously, (laughs) obviously with your pipe, with your pipe, (laughs) the, and I, and I consider myself quite the wordsmith. Here I am failure. And I said to myself, I will not procrastinate this year. Why would I do that? You know, I do think that this stems from a long tradition of, can I say being Santa? I'm not sure if anybody's listening here. Nah, it's but can all I say being no kids Santa? That, okay, good. I kind of just stacked up these gifts and I, I, I just, you know, and I, and I really would just, I would have to look at them all the time. Like, okay, I have this one and this one. I got this one over here, this one over here. And I would kind of plan out the gifts and I'd have to see them, you know, and kind of, okay, do I have enough? If I've done enough, you know, do I feel like there's enough? And I think that procrastination, and I, of course, why didn't I, why didn't I wrap Freddie's gift? Why didn't I wrap Stephanie's gift? Or my mom? Yeah. I could have wrapped them all. No, somehow we, we, we um, slid right into Christmas Eve. And then of course the children have to go to sleep. So, you know, traditionally it's me crying. There's <laughs> a Christmas, a Christmas story is, is always on 24 hours. 24 hours of the whole Christmas marathon. Story. Speaking of traditions, that is one of mine. I like to, in the middle of the night, wake up and have the Christmas story on. And maybe it's the same part. Maybe we're at the BB gun scene. That's probably <laughs> one of my favorite movies. So yes, yes, that is a tradition that at the 24 hours, the TV is on for 24 hours. I like to wake up with it and go to sleep with it. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to set the scene for all of our listeners. Um, I have <laughs> been, 
I have been graced with uh, being with my wife uh, since June of 2009. So that has given us uh, 12 Christmases. The majority, uh, the vast majority, because, because my wife and I both work in the service industry. Uh, we work shift work. Uh, so sometimes we work uh, Christmas Eve. But for the vast majority, uh, we have been able to go to Adriana's parents' house or Ad- Adriana's house. Uh, for Christmas Eve. That is one of our Christmas traditions is going over to Adriana's or Adriana's parents' house for Christmas Eve. Uh, It's been like that for years, ever since Stephanie and I have been together. Um, This year for sure, again, we're ready. And we're- We're blowing it out. Lord, we coming. It's going to be the last one for a while. Spoiler alert for everybody for later on. Oh no, don't say it. Uh, So anyway, uh, we go to Adriana's uh, family's house and- uh, we go for uh, dinner gifts uh, when the kids were were younger, uh, putting the kids to bed, and then Adriana frantically crying, drinking crying. with oh, all yeah. of us. Obviously, oh, <laughs> she's yeah. not the only one drinking. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> and uh, trying to wrap gifts with all of her elves, meaning us. Uh, um, all the while, a Christmas story has. Uh, started playing, I think, seven or eight o'clock on TBS, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's a, on in the background as we're talking things. And usually I'm being peppered with like, why, why did you wait this? And ultimately, <laughs> this will, this is the last year. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to do this again next year. I'll be better. I promise, Santa, I'll be better next year. I'll be good next year. I promise. I'll be good. This will, this will never happen again. As the flames, <laughs> this is fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> as, and as, we, as the flames engulf us. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of which, traditionally, um, Adriana's family is Cuban. So is my wife. So yes. paella is traditionally the uh, dinner of, of choice for Christmas Eve. Seafood. Ah, how did we, but do you know how we came to be to do that? And don't say Cuban. I, I don't know if you know this, but how did we come to pay that year on Christmas Eve? Uh, I, I thought that was just a Cuban tradition because that's all I've ever known within memory worth remembering. I thought that was a Cuban thing. Um, is it not? Educate me, please. It, it is sort of. Okay, so let me, let me back up. And, I, and I, it is a Cuban thing. However, it actually evolved for us. But um, I'll tell you what happened was when we were growing up and we are Catholic. Yes. Right. We are Catholic. Did you know, you must know, Catholics do not eat meat on Christmas Eve. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, I've, I've fallen far away from the, uh, uh, from, from the cross. So it's been a while since I've, I've been to Sunday school. I hope some Moss family member is listening to this. And sharing oh, it with, with oh, they're don't worry, friends. they're aware. <laughs> it's okay. they're, well, I'd like you to know that I, while not practicing, I understand. I understand very well Catholicism, and yes. we and and I know it was a tradition that we never ate uh, meat on um, on Christmas Eve. Right. So when I was growing up, when I was little, pre paella, aha, uh-huh, pre paella, uh, my mother would always serve uh, shrimp. She always had shrimp. We never had meat on Christmas Eve. And I don't know if you've ever, have you ever had meat on Christmas Eve? Like, think about it Um, for me. Not that I, not that I remember, but I don't ever remember dinners because we never did like a Christmas Eve dinner. We always went to midnight mass the night before. So I just remember having to stay up late. I don't remember the dinners ever, but I do remember um, uh, during Lent, we cannot have meat on Fridays. So same thing, Correct. but, but my family never ate seafood. 
we always had like cheese pizza or veggie pizza that on Fridays. Oh, okay. So I guess the, the same thing. And if you know, Mr. Mr. Moss, who doesn't eat, by the way, I'd like his audience to know, I make him a special chicken, chicken and rice. Sometimes I don't make it, but I did make it recently. Okay. And I will make another one this year. I will add chicken and not just seafood. That was my for, reason for, for bringing up paella because Adriana graciously <laughs> makes a separate paella, which is non-seafood for me because I don't eat seafood. And she makes that for me. And there's always way too much because I'm the only jackass eating non-seafood paella. <laughs> as, as, as everybody literally is fighting over the snow crab legs and the butter bath. That is like butter. Like I'm coming with the, with the, with the bowls. We comment on these bowls of butter that are spread about with the crackers everywhere, with the nut crackers that are now seafood crackers. They're nut crackers, by the yeah. way. And the little pics and 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 Mama Nancy, your mother-in-law, is like just, just tearing into them. <laughs> it's just it's the most glorious seafood extravaganza of the of the year. And I'm <laughs> and over here with my with, gigantic bowl of chicken paella. <laughs> I'm having a great time too, by the way. Like I'm, I'm not ravaging that bowl of no, snow crab. It's all yours. Nobody wants it. Nobody. <laughs> I do. When they can have a secret extravaganza. Uh, you know, to each his own. Everybody likes their hey, own uh, thing. That's right. Everybody can judge <laughs> on, in the comments below. <laughs> like, what a dummy. He's got all this. No, it's okay. Honestly, Fred, you're good. You're good. We saved five bucks with you, you know, 10 bucks. Yeah, with see? You. You know, it's okay. No problem. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, Gra- Linda Herva. <laughs> but that, that paella evolved because, you know, we didn't really eat that much paella, to be honest with you. But as I started cooking for my family, because, you know, and this will really, it does, it does kind of go once again, back to my point of this ever evolving. And I think that's so important with traditions is that they will eventually evolve to this kind of future. You know, this mm-hmm. goes back to, again, the kids and the future and, you know, the old ones go and the new ones kind of come in. Right. And it's like, I try to respect the seafood thing on the night before the Christmas Eve. And yet I've made it my own now. So now that's kind of like my tradition right? and it's become our family's tradition. It's now become like my daughter's tradition. I'm hoping that eventually they're making paella for their families. Maybe you know? they'll do it differently. And maybe on, on Christmas right. Eve, they'll go out for sushi. I mean, it's, it's kind yeah, of in the same know. line of seafood, but I, I don't Is know. It? Maybe, maybe, I don't maybe. that's never going to happen, Freddie, but thank okay. you. Okay. Maybe they're, they're never going for sushi. Maybe Am I alive? Kids. Am I alive in this theory, <laughs> in this dream world? Of <laughs> no, you have become a fish. And, All right. By the way, there's nothing wrong with sushi, might I add for the viewers here. But however, traditions I mean, are I traditions. Guess, I guess anything is possible. Traditions, I thought. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I have a fun fact. Okay. okay. I have a fun fact. So, and I had to look this up because I was really thinking hard about this, this idea of tradition. And, and I'm, I'm actually quite excited, you know, you're Catholic and stuff. So let's, so I was talking to my mom today and I know that she's, she may or may not, I think she's going to listen to this one for sure. She was very excited about it. And I said to her mom, you know, I remember again, in the time of her cooking and in the time of shrimp, um, I said, mom, I remember we used to eat hosts. So think for a second, Freddie. What host? Like, like the body of Christ, like the little crackers? Yes. Okay. So, 
so listen to this, right? So my grandmother, when she was still alive, my mother's mother, they were Czechoslovakian. But well, she was she was Czechoslovakian. My grandfather's Austrian from my mother's side. Okay. okay. Uh, we know the other side's Cuban. So my mother's side was Czechoslovakian and Austrian. So my grandmother, who was Czechoslovakian, she would go to the church. And the church, you don't sell them, but they would, for a donation, you could actually buy hosts. Okay. Before they're consecrated. Thank you for knowing that word. Word of the day. Oh my gosh. Word of the day. That is procrastinating. (laughs) What is happening here? Thank you. I remember some things. I don't remember dinner on Christmas Eve when I was younger, but before they were made I knew the that body I and blood of Jesus path. Christ for all you, for all my oh Jewish my friends God. out Who there, before we? they were made the body and blood of Jewish Christ at <laughs> church, um, it's just basically bread. It's, but, and, well, okay, that's funny that you said that. So I said, well, mom, was this blessed? She goes, yes, it's blessed, but it hasn't been consecrated yet. Okay. So I, I, I'm I'm gonna cry because I I am so impressed with you, Freddie Moss. Thank you. You see, who are you? You do know what's going, Mama Moss. I take everything back. He's got this. Okay, he's got it. It's deep in there. It's deep down. Digging. It's deep. deep down. He's got it. It's deep down, but it's in there. It's in there. If you can't, you I know you can smell what a church feel what a church smells like. I know you. Can oh smell yeah, it. yeah, I do. I know. I can smell it too. It's okay. <laughs> So it's okay. We're going to be okay. It's okay. So uh, my mom, my <laughs> and actually I Googled it and it's called, it was Polish, Slovak. It's called Oplatki. That's a fun fact. I really didn't know. It's called Oplatki. My mother knew it. She rattled that right off. And it's, they're like little rectangles and they had little scenes on them, you know, like silent night or starry night, you know, like whatever. So there's like actual and, artwork on like the, for lack of a better yes. word, cracker. Correct. And it's like pressed. So it's not like, like art. It's well, I mean, it's more like a, an indentation, you know, like a little oh, yeah, raised. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's like, and so like we know it for being all white, but right. sometimes my grandma and so my grandmother in New York, she would actually send them to us. Like she would mail them down, very carefully packaged, you know. And I, you know, I got to tell you, and I didn't talk to my mom about this, but now that we brought this up, and this is low key amazing, I remember so well, and maybe that's why I still love packages and I don't mean Amazon packages. I have a very good friend, Jennifer, she lives in San Francisco and she's always sending me packages. And just the other day, I just sent her a package. I sent George a package and I still believe in packages. Mm -hmm. I still believe in mail. And I'll tell you why, speaking of a holiday tradition, I remember my grandmother in New York would always send me and my brother a package. And when we opened it, this is crazy. It just reeked of cigarettes because she was a big smoker. She, she and my grandfather were big smokers. But I have to tell you, I just remember opening it, opening it. I was so excited because everything was wrapped and it just, it smelled of cigarettes, you know, but, but it was grandma's package. I mean, you can't yeah. really, what could, you know, what you knew you were getting a little gift. She really didn't know what to buy us, you know, but um, it, it was definitely nostalgic. You know, you know like what, it's, well, it's definitely nostalgic. And and at that point, it 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 doesn't really matter. Like doesn't especially matter. if you're right. if you're close with that grandmother, and not necessarily right. if you're close, but if you get excited um, mm-hmm. about a gift that they sent you, if if you're old enough, especially like to appreciate that, mm-hmm. um, just those little things, like you remember that it reeks of cigarettes, right? But you and know it, that that was like your grandma. You exactly, know what I mean? That, like that was indicative of them. And that's what makes you uh-huh. think of, of them. 
mm-hmm. like that little thing from them and that that little trigger of like the smell right. or whatever makes you think of them. And that's that's awesome. I love that. Now yeah. and and me being the person that I am, I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna make myself a note in like next Christmas or in a couple Christmases, I'm gonna when Adriana and I unfortunately don't live near each other. I'm going to send her a package and I'm just going to blow cigarette smoke all in. I'm going to have to find somebody that smokes cigarettes. I'm going to say, Grandma? (laughs) Grandma, was that you? I just want to make Adriana cry in happiness. Oh my gosh. You know, it's so funny. I, I ever, at this time of year, it's funny. At school, I teach um, Norman Rockwell. Okay. I always teach Norman Rockwell. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I, uh, one of my standards at school, yada, 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 is that uh, careers in education, in art, right? And so I said, well, you can be an illustrator. He was an illustrator for the Saturday Evening Post. And we, and it's so difficult. Imagine trying to teach a concept such as nostalgia mm-hmm. to little ones. Because you're like, how do you even explain nostalgia? You know, you, you know, it's a, uh, what? It's a remembrance of a better day, right? So I tell the students and I tell like little ones. I say first graders, like, okay, we're going to make a perfume bottle because it's shown that the sense of smell is your strongest sense of memory. Okay. So I said, you know, imagine how weird. I said, so we're going to make a perfume bottle. What does Thanksgiving smell like? What is, no, better yet, Freddie, here, you know, what does Halloween smell like? Okay. Do I, do I have it in my head or am I explaining it? Well, you can, I mean, it's up to you to explain it. Like what, what is, what does Halloween smell like to you? To me, Halloween smells like raw pumpkins as we carve. <laughs> um, right. the the very um, the very indicative smell of um, like smoke, like fog, like um, artificial uh-huh. fog. Um, right. Well, I mean, I mean, we live in South Florida, so I think of Halloween. I think of trick or treating. I don't. I don't right. get like the smells of fall. I I get the smells of sweat and body odor because sweat. we're right. <laughs> we're. <laughs> we're walking around and we're sweating our butts off because you know it's it's 90 degrees on October 31st and it sucks. <laughs> right. It's funny because you know I have a I have a bin that I I keep my candy all year round, you know, cuz I just I throw it in there and I don't you open it and you smell it and you can't smell the Snickers. Oh, candy. You can't smell. Okay. You Halloween can't candy. smell. Right, because you can't smell specifically. Like I'm not like, "Oh, ooh, Snickers." Like you yeah. smell all of it, like that combination. Yes. You're like, oh, this is Halloween candy. Yes. Right. Okay. Halloween candy has its own specific smell. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> I was thinking ha- Halloween as no, no, no. A holiday I, no, and I, a tradition, but like no, Halloween I, right. candy specifically, like, you know, like you got your, your bowl of, of right. Halloween, a a Halloween candy bowl. that you got from <laughs> trick or treating, you stick your face right. in and you smell it. It's got that right. very indicative smell of, of like wrappers candy. and chocolate <laughs> right. and pennies for some reason from that old broad down the street. <laughs> okay, that was a long time ago. I don't know who's throwing pennies in there recently. I mean, I haven't seen a toothbrush in a while. I know uh, I haven't seen an apple in a while, but God forbid that you, happens. You know what Allie got this year was a, a, a free Frosty coupon for, for Wendy's. You know what? Is that bad? <laughs> It's it's not, but like I remember getting that when I was younger. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, they still do or like those Pizza Hut circle things. Like, hey, <laughs> like the honor roll wheels where you right? like have to tear off the things for a free game of bowling and stuff. Who did that? I don't think I think I did one, one of them. Everybody did like one, and then everybody threw it away. <laughs> like, thanks a lot. 
this is what I get from me. And we are way off topic. But so the, I teach my children at school about the concept of nostalgia right. and how, you know, we all have our idea of better times and what it smells like, or at least, you know, I try to include them with Cracker Barrel. And why do you like Cracker Barrel? Why do you like Jackson so much? You weren't alive when yeah. they were using plows and all the crap that was hanging from a Cracker Barrel. So why, yeah. did, what, what, what does it for you? Why does the old tiny candy do it for you? Why do right. we like it so much? We, were, we weren't alive for it. So no. what do we care? Why do we like it? Um, I, I guess it's half rhetorical. You don't have to answer I, it. No, no. I, I, I mean, I, it, it is, but I, I also think that it's um, it's a respect for things of the past to know where we've been, to know where we are now. So now we can be in a spot to respect the past from where, we, where we've where we been it, right? and appreciate the fact that we are still here and, and we can appreciate where, how we got here. So, and, and I, I kind of like that. I, I like, like, I can appreciate, you know, a good nostalgia here and again. Yeah. So. And I think that that's sometimes so much what, what, um, what Christmas is and talking about traditions, you know, you just, you kind of just want that, that feeling. I, I think that's why like on all these, um, what is it on Facebook and Instagram when we're, when we're still attached to the eight, I'm attached to the eighties with a lot of things, you know, yeah. I don't know necessarily, I can't, I guess I just don't remember the bad times. I only remember the good things or I remember yeah. Or I remember the feeling, I guess that's what it is more with, with, with all this is the traditions and stuff. You remember the feelings you have at the time. You remember how happy you were. You don't yeah. maybe necessarily remember the bad I, or maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe for some people they're like, oh, I don't, I don't associate, I don't like Christmas because I do associate it with a bad time. And, and that's, you know, that's okay too. If yeah. you associate something, you know, we happen to associate happy times and then maybe yeah. that's why we hold on. Or that's why we like these traditions, you know? Well, that makes sense. I mean, why are you going to hold on to the bad stuff? I mean, right. It's that's, that's no fun. You hold on to the good stuff. If, like you mm-hmm. forget all the, all the crappy movies that you saw in the eighties, but you, you remember <laughs> gremlins, you remember Ghostbusters, Back to the you remember future. pretty and pink back to the future. So I'm, right. I mean, that, that makes sense. You, you hold on to the good stuff as far as nostalgia goes. So, right. all right, let's get back to Christmas traditions. Tradition. We, like, I don't even know how we got off on that tan- tangent. That's, that's taken several different exits, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Is that all going to be edited No, no, no. Out? <laughs> I, I, I love this. This, this is fun for me. This is what I want uh, the, the show to be in the future. Just let it organically flow. And this, and that's what I really like about where I want the show to go. Um, but anyway, let's get back to Christmas traditions. Um, okay. Do you, did you do Christmas cookies with the girls? You know, the funny thing that you say that is that um, from being, I used to be a cake decorator mm-hmm. and um, I was never a big cookie person. And, and now I've evolved into this gingerbread, gingerbread wonderland. Like I am really digging it. Like, thank you. Five below. Thank you, Walmart. And I know I just <laughs> said that. Thank you, Target. Thank you. Everywhere I go. Oh, thank you, Trader Joe's for having the most, I have bought I'm, sh- I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I've bought six to seven gingerbread kids. So Wait, this I'm, year. Yeah. I just keep on buying them. I, <laughs> I, stop. I was like in, I, in history or this year, because there's no, a big difference. Um, like just a few minutes ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just went, I, okay. So look, Trader Joe's has the cutest little chalet that I dig because I know it looks like it looks German. It like, again, there's something very nostalgic about it. It's in like a funny box. 
and I really like it. It's different. The kids are cute on it. I don't know what happened. It's got old pictures of it sold. Hashtag sold me right away. Whatever, whoever's their marketing genius, you're welcome for all of my money. Okay. But so I bought the chalet. I bought like the train from five below. I bought all these things and I don't know why. I just think I, but you know what, Freddie, I don't think, okay, I'm sorry. And maybe we're going to get nasty comments. I don't know who's eating this because nobody here is eating it. Let's face it. It's going to all go in the garbage, Freddie. But this does go back to, I love having this time with the girls Mm -hmm. and I'm going to invite you guys and my brother, we're going to have a gingerbread night here. And you know what? I don't even care if all the gingerbread ends up in the garbage. It gives, I guess it's something to give us an excuse to be together. And that's the most important thing to me. You know, is that we're together? We're all building our little things. Will it hold up? Will it not? I don't know. Do I have enough cans to support these structures? I don't know. (laughs) You know, so I want the kids to have fun. I don't care if the icing slips off. I don't care if there's sprinkles all over the floor. Did everybody have a good time? Do we laugh and take lots of pictures together? Like that's the most important part. So I think these gingerbread for me is about having fun together. Yeah. You know, and, and that kind of brings me back to what I said earlier on in the show. Like all, all of these traditions are very family centric to, mm-hmm. to me, like us going around, around to look at Christmas lights and doing gingerbread houses. Like, it doesn't matter that we're not going to eat them. I, I used right. to eat them when I was younger, but I was a little fat kid but maybe it was a good gingerbread house though they they they, they weren't that wasn't terrible (laughs) Uh, to be fair like i don't mind gingerbread if it's done right like like a good gingerbread cookie i'm 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 about but for the most part like all the gingerbread stuff like that comes in like packages and stuff it's it's okay it's not edible traditionally I'm going to need to know then your definition of what is a good gingerbread cookie for Freddie? Because well, I, I just had a bad experience. So I want to know your experience. Well, it kind of depends on everybody's tongue because everybody's got different tastes. Like what is a good gingerbread cookie for me? Maybe different from you. So long as you enjoy it. If, if it's not too, for me, it's pretty soft. It's still got that um, ginger flavor to it, but it's still sweet. That's That's okay with me. But if it's like, hard as cardboard and it just tastes flavorless i i don't want anything to do with that you're such a good person freddie you really i know are. that's what i keep telling really everybody jesus I, nobody listens I, to me i i cannot believe that you like in my mind i was ready to agree with you we might have come we're at an impasse here because i don't know what to do anymore i don't know i don't even know i don't even know where i am anymore well i know i'm at the end of the bottle of wine but oh my goodness me too i we probably can, wrap this up pretty soon <laughs> I've only hit like, okay, so I cannot believe you said soft gingerbread mm-hmm. because I'm the opposite. I like it. I like it like almost break your teeth, like crunchy. Like Do you I really? like it crunchy. Yes. Oh, so, okay. Okay. Ready? And I don't, I, I don't know if this is loud. I was recently in Orlando and I saw the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian. And I know you guys were there too. Uh, we to see the we were there recently, house. but we didn't go. We have been in the past and, and it's gigantic. It's very impressive yeah. if, you, if if you ever get a chance to go. Yeah. I bought a shingle. I, I did not buy my brother bought a shingle, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've I done tried, that too. I terrible. Freddie's like, what? Uh actually we didn't eat ours. I think we kept it for a while and then threw it out. I actually sat there. I shared we bought a couple of little things and I shared a shingle with the boys and I go, This is horrible. It was soft and cakey. And I'm like, what, 
what, what, what, what am I doing? What is it? Am I eating a cake? I don't understand. I want that snap. I think you like the ginger snap. I think that's what it is. No, like a ginger snap. No, (laughs) I like the, I like my, (laughs) no, never mind that. I guess I like, (laughs) how dare you tell me your first woman on, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) How dare you tell a woman what she wants? You're telling me what I want. How dare you mansplain Stop mansplaining how I like my gingerbread cookies. What a stupid sentence, by the way. (laughs) Hashtag last woman guest on Dads on the Rock. Hashtag what was I thinking? So. (laughs) Oh my goodness. All right. So everybody we're, likes. We're off topic. Yeah, well, again, off topic. Ginger, everybody has their own palette. So I love creating gingerbread cookies. I'm finding that to be a tradition here that we love. That's period. Boom. Boom. One of my favorite things. Um, Please. Chris, yes. Christmas, and we've already mentioned it before, but Christmas movies. You said one of yours <gasps> yeah. is. A Christmas story. Now, oh my God, yes. Now, for a couple of years, Stephanie and I at the house prior to kids did Christmas movie night at the house where we would all wear pajamas. And we actually, one year, Stephanie's dad made us uh, or got us a popcorn machine, which we used that year. And we had popcorn, everybody in pajamas watching Christmas movies all in the family room. Or even one one year we oh, did it with the a projector, projector in the back. Yeah, the projector yeah. in the backyard. That was fun. That was um, fun. Everybody drinking or ha- er, having hot chocolates. Stephanie did a, an amazing hot chocolate bar. Um, yeah. I think a couple of years. She's um, awesome. She is. I, I married her for a reason. She's fantastic. I know. Good for you. <laughs> but Christmas movies. I feel like the classics are, are untouchable. Like they are the best. Like Correct. a Christmas story. Yes. Uh, uh, Christmas the, vacation. The Christmas vacation. I was going to say that for last because that's the, obviously the best one. But uh, obviously, <laughs> Avi. Yeah. Um, Christmas vacation is my favorite mm-hmm. uh, Christmas movie. In a close second is the original Santa Claus, and I like the whole Santa Claus trilogy, but mm-hmm. the original Santa Claus, yeah, uh, is by far is, is a close is 100%. a close se- second. A, a Christmas oh. story is, is is different though. A Christmas story is in a different league because it's in that classic yes that classic um it, it's just older it, it's got that vintage appeal well it's got of the it. vintage feel but is it really that old though i don't think it's that old i'm not I, gonna I google it right now no i'm I don't not either it's that old i don't it's think not it's not that old it just has that feel about it uh, i wonder if it's i wonder if it was shot like late 80s I know mid to late I, 80s I, and it, yeah. it was made to look like it was in like the Correct, 60s, the 50s. 50s, 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Which is impressive all on its own. But I, I do like a Christmas story um, a whole heck of a lot. It's it's before my time, but it's very still relatable. Correct. Um, Christmas vacation. Well, there's that nostalgia again. Again, yeah, that one, nostalgia. You know, the word of the day, right. kids. Nostalgia. Can you hear it? Let's take a drink. I'll, I'll drink that. That's the word of the no night. <laughs> um, so uh, Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, um, The Santa Claus, The Grinch with Jim Carrey. I like. Oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. The, the that first fourth. The, the cartoon <laughs> Grinch, I also like. I just haven't seen it in a couple of years because we always go with the Jim Carrey route. It's, I like, I like both. I, I, I don't have a preference over one right. or the other. I, 
and maybe I should, maybe I should, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should like make a decision. Yeah. Like uh survivor who, who is the better Grinch cartoon? Oh no, don't do that. That's um, (laughs) that's, like you come on now well, i think they, they're in actually i think that they're in separate categories to be honest with you like i just think that old grinch just again it goes with the frosty with the rudolph those old classic kind of not claymation things but whatever those little you like stop motion I, of, I don't know yes. stop motion that's what yeah. i'm looking oh there's that word smith again and freddie's got it <laughs> Not necessarily stop motion, but cartoon. My right. one of my personal Christmas traditions that I came up with is watching the very first episode of The Simpsons. I've been doing it for several years. I, I'll either do it with Steph or by myself, I, but I make a make it a point to watch the very first episode of The Simpsons, season one, episode one, because it's a Christmas story. It's it's how they got their dog, Santa's little helper. That's my own oh, yeah. yeah Christmas tradition that I've I've made. I make it a point every year to watch that. I love that. But but what about you know what I I think that it's important to take a nod, and I only say this because let me tell you something that John Favreau, I'm Favreau, Favreau, whatever. His elf, that's it, done. I remember when he was saying when he, there was an interview with him saying. But he said, I cannot believe that Elf was so big as it was, like that I'm in the Christmas rotation. Yeah. And that low-key like touched me. Like, I can't believe I lived a life without Elf. Like I before Christmas, I tell the children, so like, I love you, I love you, I love, I love you. you. Like, <laughs> I love you. Like, I just there's just something. And and you know what? I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong necessarily. I just keep on adding again. There's that ever evolving and growing. Yeah. You know, like. I, I, I actually love four Christmases. There's another uh, Vince Vaughn. I've, I know, I've, and I like Vince Vaughn. I've never seen that. I really would like oh to, to see that. Like I'm, and that was what I was kind of going with earlier because I, I would like to see new Christmas movies that um, I've never seen before. Like there's there's another one. Um, yes, Fred, Fred Claus. Fred Claus is one I've oh never seen. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. I just saw it yesterday for like the 20th time. It's on HBO Max. All these, like they have a lot of them because- uh, I get, I see you TV now. I see you because <laughs> all year round, you can watch Elf for free. You can watch this for free. Here comes the holidays. Boom. Everything's gone. I go, where did everything go? You got to pay where an extra two bucks. Go? There you go. Uh, yeah. No, I, it's on HBO Max. Sorry. <laughs> but $14.99 a price. month. That's okay. <laughs> Mama will take that. It's okay. So I was watching Elf. They have all the Christmas stuff on there. So it's pretty cool. All right. Oh goodness! What was the other one? Um, is it Die Hard? Because that's no happen. Die Die Hard is definitely a uh, a Christmas movie, in my opinion. Ah, oh, here we go. It says you can do a whole segment on this one because Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, but I love you still. You know what? I would. Oh. I only saw Die Hard for the first time maybe two years ago, it, in in my effort to watch classic movies that I've never seen before. And, and that list that is classic. Extensive. That classic word is being thrown around here. Historically <laughs> loved. I mean, if you want a different word. <laughs> you know what? I feel better actually about that. Yes. <laughs> Historically loved. This classic. But that's what uh, I feel about when I listen to the, you know, the old D station. But anyways, go on. <laughs> yes. Tell um, me about Die Hard. No, I like Die Hard. It's, it's fun. It's, it takes place during Christmas. Okay. 
here here's a fun thing that we should examine die hard is a christmas movie mm-hmm. gremlins is a christmas movie which one is more of a christmas movie if you gremlins. have to gremlins I don't think I've ever seen Gremlins. Okay, that's it. Podcast. <laughs> I'm over. telling you, the list, of, <laughs> the list of movies I have not seen goes on and on. Um, like anyway, poetry. back to the Chris, back to the Christmas traditions. Um, oh yes. Oh, go let's on. get away from Gremlins and uh, okay, Die yeah. Hard debate over yes. what, whether or not there are Christmas movies. <laughs> it's not even a debate, really, and it's more so we're back to the podcast of what the fuck are you thinking? Like yes. I don't, I don't even know you, but we're gonna have to. That's, <laughs> That just, you know what the problem is? That just, that led me to think that, you know what? I know you, but like, we should have had more movie nights here. What were we doing? Where were we? I mean, See, we had to work and stuff. Experience. Oh, there's that pesky word again. There's that, oh, that work again. <laughs> oh, I have a fun fact for you. I mean, it's not really a question, just a fun fact. Did you know, okay, did you know, I am related in a million different ways, like in a million different like levels. There's like many, it's like dive deep though, to the person who wrote the music for Silent Night. Boom. I dropped that one on this. Really? There you go. So, okay. Funny, funny story. So, well, I mean, it's not really funny. I'm sorry. I I, I got to hear it now. I, I totally like, um, there was actually, there's actually not really a story at all. So my, okay. Okay. My great grandmother's great uncle. Great grandmother's great uncle. Okay, so he wrote so like at church, like it'd be like with the like guitar, right? Right. So he actually created the music to Silent Night, and his name is Franz Franz Gruber. So yes, you guys, Franz Gruber, a distant cousin of Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. (laughs) That's funny that you said that. I had to double check that. I was like, is it Franz or Hans? I have Kevin Bacon's that bad boy. He wrote, he wrote Silent Night and also tried to kill John McClane. The hell is wrong with your family? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but Freddie, you haven't shared your traditions. What do you remember growing um, up? There, there's, there's a couple things that we do every year. Um, what I mentioned before about white wine early on in the show, I barely even remember that. That was quite a while ago. <laughs> two days a year is when I like to drink either champagne or white wine. And that is Thanksgiving day and Christmas day. And that starts roughly around nine o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I will either go mimosas or white wine on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I can change it up during the day or once it gets to two o'clock, I'll switch to beer or six o'clock. It gets to the whiskey time or whatever. But during the day, I like to do a very light, somewhat alcoholic white wine or like, like slow buzz all day yeah exactly like like, like, like that like slight iv drip exactly so, like, a little just a ping, ping, exactly right, right just gotcha, n- gotcha. and not overly crazy don't get Steady. passed out by by 11 right. 11 30 in the morning just that steady constant buzz. break it up with water just that steady gotcha. enjoyment steady of of Correct. the day that's that's Correct. one of my 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 traditions that i have 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 taken a uh, and that is those myself. are what two days again thanksgiving That's day and christmas thanksgiving day. gotcha so for thanksgiving as soon as the macy's day parade starts that is the drinking the, commences that is the drinking commences that is the appro- yeah. socially appropriate time to start drinking eggs and responsibly drinking. responsibly of course. i have to get That's in the car nice. right 
No, don't ever drink. That sounds like people. almost every. That's like almost every Saturday for me. I feel that <laughs> in my heart. Yes, I try to maintain that tradition every Saturday. Sometimes Sundays. Sometimes I'll be like, you know what? Let's go for Sunday too. Okay. And, are we wrapping it up now? Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna oh wrap my it up. Goodness, but we've had so much fun here today. We have had a lot of fun. And your honor, this was a fun, such a fun <laughs> show. Such Do you think a fun others show. Are gonna feel this energy too. I think we're gonna fight in in like a couple of Is days the- or so when when it comes to Gremlins and Die Hard. But but you know oh, what? That's okay. We're, we're I'm gonna take it a little step further because I've never seen Gremlins. I'm gonna say you and I should both watch both of them prior to Christmas. Oh yes, music to my ears. You got this. Easy. You got this. It- that's like our homework assignment. Exactly. It's a homework assignment that you can do. Yeah. You have uh, three weeks, uh, almost yeah, uh, just under three weeks to, to complete that. You have two movies to watch, Gremlins and Die Hard. You may or may not I've... include other classmates, your kids, uh, my wife. She's not going to watch that shit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, just one more thing for me to make fun of. That's okay, though. I, I, it's okay. We got this. We got this, Freddie. We know who we are, right, Freddie? Exactly. It, we, we know, know we exactly are. who it's we okay. are. So prior to our gathering on yes. New Year's uh, Christmas Eve, you and I both have to watch Gremlins and Die Hard. But you don't have to like do a diorama. You don't have to do a book report or anything like that. Just sit and enjoy the, and watch the movie and That's decide if it's a Christmas movie or not. I'm going to go in with a clear, you know what? I'm going to compartmentalize this one. I'm going to go in with a clear conscience. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, what would Freddie do? What, what would Freddie think? What would I think? WWFD. <laughs> I'm watching it for the first time. What is this really? Let me analyze this. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna receive these movies and see what I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so All right. That's that's enough shenanigans from from either one of us, Adriana. I think I think you our guests are, 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 are very We're tired done. of both of us at this They're point. They're sick of us. Um, Adriana, Hashtag thank you. Best show ever. <laughs> thank you very much for being the inaugural woman, the very first mom. <sighs> and ultimately a guest on on the dads on the rocks podcast um as i like to do with all my guests do you have any last words for our listeners for this episode you know moms are always on the rocks too you know these wine bottles you know they we we drink them as if they're juice like a pre-sun but they definitely hit us watch your moms we are not okay all the time (laughs) you know watch us the teachers, we are not okay, teachers, okay? And moms, we are not always okay. But we, you know what? We got this. And um, it's just, we need to take things a little bit easier, a little bit lighter, you know, appreciate it. This is what we've got. And I've had so much fun today. You can invite me back anytime. I love this. From Adriana and myself to all of you, a very Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Good night, Daddy. Good night, baby.